0: Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, jeez. Excuse me. I, uh, let's see. What's the best way to do this? Yeah, I guess, yeah, just leave my phone in the tray and then, then like I normally do when I'm driving. So I, I wanted to do, uh, hold on, hold on. Just got to get out of the garage here. Yep. Okay. Uh, what I wanted to do, you see, is, uh, I wanted to, uh, record a podcast, excuse me, on the, uh, what do you call it there, the microphone, you know, the, the, the nice, the nice stuff, uh, since tonight is Survivor Series, yeah, uh, but I don't, I don't think I'm gonna have time to do that, and I'm going out to get some, uh, some things, run a few errands, heading to the store. Holy jeez, look at all these inflatable fuckers. Oh man, I am like, I got some catching up to do. Wow, people love those inflatable deals. We have a big inflatable turkey out on the back porch uh, that I, I didn't put up until Thanksgiving, until Thursday afternoon. Uh, because I was going to put it out front and then realize uh, we don't have any outlets in the front, which is incredibly strange. I've never, uh, I've never quite seen that. I'm driving. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at all these houses in the same neighborhood. Yeah, there's electrical outlet in the front. It's easy to spot. It's pretty easy. There's one. Looking at it right there. Let's see. These guys have one right outside their door. Uh huh. Uh huh. Either. Either it is staring me right in the face, <laughs> and it's so front and center that I can't see it. No, that's really not the... I, I, have, I have gone back and forth every, every inch of that house, and uh, the electrical outlet, uh, there's one on the back porch, and there is not one... I even checked, you know, like, the house I grew up in, we had, uh, we had an outlet, uh, you know, somewhere in the front... Uh, outside the house, but we also had an outlet on our, uh, on our lampposts, because, yeah, of course, electricity runs to the lamp, Jesus Christ, guys, it's, it's November, 2023, we don't need the fucking 2024 election fucking signs, oh my God, you, people are insane, people are insane, anyway, uh, yeah, so we had a great, uh, we had a great Thanksgiving, and we decided, well, okay There's no outlets out front My my wife looked, I looked everywhere It just doesn't exist Okay, no big deal So, what we did was We put the, uh, because we said, you know what If we put all this shit out front, we're never gonna see it Like, what am I, am I I'm here to entertain the neighbors? I wanna see my shit I don't care about the neighbors I'll look at their stuff, I guess That's cool, but I also I also don't really care, I just wanna look at my stuff that's the stuff that I've picked to uh, decorate and light my house with and that's what I want to see just like Halloween we had a f- we had a few you know we had some lights and a few little things uh, skeleton uh, things outside on the front porch for Halloween but really uh, most of the stuff was uh, inside the house because I'm not I'm not sitting out in the front lawn watching TV every night I'm sitting inside so like I want to enjoy it and not just a Christmas tree. I want. I want the whole thing. I want the whole thing, baby. Uh, so anyway, uh, so Thanksgiving was fantastic, and we decided. Yeah, we've got an outlet here on, on the back deck, and uh, we can just plug in this uh, inflatable turkey, and he can watch us eat our uh, eat one of his relatives. Uh, <laughs> and it was. It was very. It's very. I love it. It's very... It's creepy because his head just slowly moves back and forth. But, yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Anyway, uh, enough about that. It's uh, it's Thanksgiving. It was just two days ago. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope it was tremendous. A tremendous day of turkey and uh, whatever the hell else. Uh, you know what? At the end of the Thanksgiving meal, uh, at some point after dinner, I turned to my wife and I said... You know what? I said this meal, like I, I've I've kind of ranted about the Thanksgiving meal in the past on the podcast being overrated, and I think I, I think to a large degree it is. It's not stuff that we crave for much of the. You know, uh, who's having a th- who's having this dinner in July? Like you're you're eating burgers all year round and pizza. But who the hell's having the turkey uh, dinner? I mean, I guess the the only other time you might have that is Christmas anyway. And so I'm I'm not a stuffing guy. I'm not into, you know, I mean, I, I like certain casseroles, but not, not the ones that are typically associated with the Thanksgiving dinner. And, uh, oh shit. Did I take my wallet? Yes, I did. Um, so it's, you know, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll eat the turkey. I love mashed potatoes, so that's good. And, you know, there's, there's various things that, may or may not be part of the Thanksgiving meal that I, that I do enjoy. I love, you know, like corn. I love corn. As that little kid said, it's corn. How do you not love it? Uh, it's corn. Um, uh, not a huge fan of Turkey, but, uh, you know, usually you put enough, uh, uh gravy on it and that kind of thing. And it's, it's fine. Uh, it's all good. Anyway, I, I turned to my wife after the dinner, and I said, this, like, every, I, I don't know how many of these Thanksgiving meals she's made at this point. I guess this is maybe her sixth or seventh, I want to say, and it was the first Thanksgiving in the new house, so that made it extra special. Maybe, you know, that that's going to make the food taste better automatically, but... It wasn't just the fact that it was the first Thanksgiving in the new house that made the food taste so good. It was the fact that my wife is an amazing cook uh, and makes fucking great uh, meals, great dishes, great foods. Uh, And so I turned to her and I said, this, like, this single-handedly, this meal is single-handedly going to be responsible for me looking forward to next Thanksgiving. No pressure, but this is like this is the best Thanksgiving dinner you've ever made. Uh, the turkey is delicious. It's, here comes a word that everybody loves, moist. (laughs) You could, I mean, you could cut the turkey, uh, you know, like with a fork. It just sort of, you know, it melts off the bone and it's, it's great. Fucking great. Oh, you asshole. I love New Englanders. I fucking love these people. All right. Bye-bye. Fuck off shit I'm telling you I, I even honestly before I even left the house I said nope 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 I'm not going to be bothered today by anybody's stupidity on the road I'm just whatever happens happens oh another fuck face another fuck face who can't stand that somebody is going faster than they are so they have to fucking speed up so you can't get in the fucking lane it's 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 just how it is here It's just how it is 24 fucking hours a fucking day 7 fucking days a week I'm, I am so at peace And so content And so happy Until I leave the goddamn house And I have to be out In the fucking world With these fuck faces. These fuckheads uh, Anyways So back to Thanksgiving Back to happier times uh, The Thanksgiving meal was Absolutely spectacular The wife outdid herself, which is also saying something. And as I said to her, I said, "I'm, I am truly like this meal exceeded, surpassed anything that you've ever done uh, uh, for Thanksgiving, and you've never made a bad meal for Thanksgiving, and this one blows them all out of the water." Uh, And then we had an assortment of pies. It was great. It was just a great day, and uh, yeah, very lovely, very very lovely. And uh, I hope yours was equally as lovely and delightful and all of that good stuff. And uh, yeah, so now it's Saturday, which means that the uh, the Thanksgiving traditions continue with the twenty twenty three Survivor Series tonight on is WWE. Do they still have it on pay per view at all? I know they don't call them pay per views anymore. They call it a premium live event. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, come on. Come on, you. Get out of my way, you Oh, it's great I mean, listen, it's the fucking It's Saturday, uh, whatever they call uh, The Saturday after Black Friday uh, Blacker Saturday I don't know what they call it It does have a name Oh, I guess it's, it's like Small Business Saturday But I something tells me that not everybody out here Is uh, going to support a small business Or coming from supporting a small business But hey, I could be wrong I'm on my way to support a small business. A small business that sells uh, delicious treats uh, for adults. (laughs) And I'm very thankful for the fact that those delicious treats are legal in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Uh, Anyways, uh, what am I doing? I got to get off at... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Survivor Series is tonight. So, I guess really it's the two War Games matches. It's Gunther versus Miz for the Intercontinental title. And then there's something with like the LWO with Santos Escobar. I don't even know. And then there's, uh, I think Rhea Ripley defends the title against somebody, and I can't remember who it is. Uh, so, this is really an excellent uh, preview of the Survivor Series, as you can. As you can see Yep, 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 yep Oh yes, that's what it's like to be in the left lane In New England, all the brake lights As we sit and we watch all the Fuckers God damn it, I just want to get over I'm not trying to like It's not like a contest That I'm trying to win, it's just that I'm trying to get in the other lane And I'm doing so with Using my turn signal, which I know is a foreign Fucking thing to you people Out here Oh goodness gracious! Yep, yeah, and now yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate. I fucking hate New England. I love my house, and I fucking hate New England. I mentioned that a time or two. In any case, uh, let's be honest. The the undercard matches, nobody gives a shit about them, and that's not to be disrespectful to the people in them. I think I think Miz and Gunther for the inter Gunther for the intercontinental title will. Uh, I think that could be a, a surprising, uh, not that anybody's expecting it to be a bad match, but I think it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a it's a Raw or SmackDown type of uh, match that they're putting on a pay-per-view. And so I think, I think both of those guys are going to, I think it's, I think what they've done to build up to this uh, match has been good. You know, the verbal back and forth that they've had. And uh, I, if I'm remembering right, I think, I think that Miz got the best, uh, got the better of Gunter on Monday Night Raw this past Monday. Which, yeah, I mean, that pretty much means I, I don't think anybody's expecting Miz to, to beat Gunther for the Intercontinental Title, especially, especially if uh, if Gunter has like, uh, what is his? Uh, he's the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion in history. Um, and he's like, the only, the only way that I could see, uh, Gunther losing the Intercontinental title is because they have plans for Gunther to go to the, uh, Royal Rumble or something like, you know, go to win the Royal Rumble and then, uh, win the, the, the big one at at WrestleMania, not the Roman Reigns title. Nobody's winning that anytime soon, but the, uh you know, the, the Seth Rollins, the, uh, the other, the, the other world title, that's not as good <laughs> that they just kind of like, here you go guys. Cause you're only going to see Roman Reigns like six times a year. So I don't even know if it's that much as far as matches. Ah, what is this? What is this? Is this a fucking, okay. All right. No, it's just some weird truck pulled over on the side of the road. Uh, but I think that, I think that's going to be good. I, I really, I mean, I guess they could uh, pull a weird little surprise and have Wiz uh, have Miz, uh, win the intercontinental title, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think Gunther will win and uh, I think it'll be a fun match. There's only what five matches. And I think that's the same as last year's survivors. I mean, most survivor series are only five matches what is this smoke? Is something on, is this like low hang? Holy shit. What is fucking burning over here? Oh my God. It smelled terrible, but now it actually smells kind of, I guess somebody burning leaves or is this like, uh-oh, I don't know. Can't tell. Oof. No, that's, uh, that's not a, that's, no, I don't think that's a fun fire. <laughs> God damn. Oh man. Uh, sit tight. Be right back and we're back here on the Birthday Boy Podcast alright yeah that's a a nice little cloud of smoke it's probably from one of these uh, restaurants I'm sure I'm sure of it wow okay that sucks that is not good but I don't see I I don't know maybe it's okay maybe it's a controlled burn an expected burn who knows Anyway, okay, so Gunter Gunther and Mies, uh, I think that'll be uh, a nice, uh, you know, somewhere in the middle of the card. I think that'll be a good match. As I was saying, you know, last year's, uh, a lot of the Survivor Series in the early days had, like, five matches. Five, six matches. And, uh, and last year's had five matches, the two big War Games matches. I mean, those two, the two big War Games matches are probably themselves, you know, from start to finish, when you do like interviews, video packages, entrances, uh, you know, and then the, the match itself, and then, you know, the celebrations, any of the after post-match, uh, shenanigans or anything else, these, these matches are, you know, over 30 minutes, probably closer to 45, you know, the 45 minutes to an hour. So there you go. It's a three-hour pay-per-view, and uh, or whatever they call it, PLE, and uh, and then you've got another hour or so to hour hour and a half to work in the other uh, the other three matches, and then there's supposedly well, well, let's get to this in a sec. All right, Ms. Gunther, I I, I think I think uh, Gunther will win, but you know something? It's also quite possible that that he loses. I, see, I don't think so. No, there's, there's, it's not quite possible. There's no fucking way Gunther is lo- uh, losing the Intercontinental title tonight. I'm sorry. Because I, I feel like it's got to be the guy who dethrones Gunther for the Intercontinental title. At, maybe at WrestleMania. Maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, Triple H is doing that old school. They're, they're doing a very old school thing where, like, Roman Reigns has been champion for three over three years, which is crazy. Uh, and then, uh, uh, uh yeah. Gunter is now the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time. Uh, I like that stuff. I do it. Cause when I was a kid, that's how it was like people, the titles, you know, maybe changed hands once or twice, uh, a year. But before that, I mean, like, look at the Hulkster was champion for I don't know how many, several years. I, I don't know if they're, who's the longest is, is I think Bruno Sam Martino, Bob Backlund are like the two longest. And then the Hulkster and then Roman Reigns, I think, uh, macho man was champion for a year. Diesel was champion for just shy of a year. And that was really the last long like. Diesel was champion from, uh, yeah, November of 94 until Survivor Series 95. It was about, it was about a week shy of a full year. And, uh, I remember being pretty surprised even then, like, wow, they're, they're really letting them, uh, letting them go with this title. And, uh, and then after that, it was, you know, kind of back to like, yeah, it's on average every six months or so a title changed hands at WrestleMania and then Survivor series and man, maybe maybe SummerSlam but yeah it it was it was a pretty pretty much like two you know one or two maybe three guys held a title in a given year and uh, and I liked that first of all because it was it was easy to keep track like I can still go back in time and remember all of the champions from my childhood and who they were and who they beat and when it was and how long and all that stuff. And it's because, I mean, I didn't have many title reigns to, to memorize, to have to memorize. You know what I'm, know what I'm saying? Know what I mean? Um, so it was, it was pretty easy, but I also, I, I liked that. And then in the, in the late nineties, like, you know, from probably, uh, yeah, 1998 and on, it was like, every, I mean, sometimes they would like change the titles would change hands multiple times, uh, at, in the same night, which, which could also be fine. If it makes sense, uh, from a, from a storyline perspective or what have you, if it, if it's, if it, if it works, it works. Uh, I'm not against, I'm not against short title reigns. I'm not, I'm not for or against anything except just like, As a wrestling fan of 30-plus years, I want the best possible product. And right now, I honestly feel like this is the best product that WWE has had since the 90s. Uh, And honestly, if it weren't for the—I'll tell you, man. If it weren't for the fact that Shawn Michaels came back in 2002 and was there until 2010, I, I don't know how much of that I would have been watching during those times. I mean, they had good stuff. They very good stuff, stuff with Cena and Batista and Undertaker and Triple H and Edge and Jericho and these various people, and and that's all great. Trish, Lita, uh, but it was it was a lot of boy oh boy, it was a lot of crap. They just didn't, you know, they it just it was a lot. It was a lot of garbage. <laughs> It was tough, man. There were times where it was just like, oh my God, why am I, why am I here? Why am I watching this? And then when Shawn Michaels did retire in 2010, then it was damn near impossible. It was, I like, I, I remember just thinking like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know if I've got anything left in me to be a wrestling fan. Cause this sucks. Uh, and the good news is that like TNA was really good around that time. So I, you know, there was always something, uh, but anyway, uh, Jesus Christ, fucking guys. Uh, yes, yes. Catch, catch all the, catch all the horrible people speeding on the fucking Saturday after Thanksgiving. Just trying to get home. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think, Honestly, like the, the period of time from about SummerSlam, I would say the period of time really, let's be honest, really when they, uh, when they came back, uh, from the pandemic and didn't the, that money in the bank pay-per-view, uh, I guess that would have been what July of 2021 and they had an excellent money in the bank match. Really, really entertaining, really good. That was the one that Big E won, and then went on to win the title a few months later, if I'm not mistaken, in Boston. And I didn't go. I can't believe it. Uh, anyways, <laughs> and, and and then of course Big E would get horribly, horribly injured a few months later, and he hasn't wrestled since 2022. It's going on. It's going on two years almost. Um. But, uh, really, yeah, I was, I, I really got it. There's, 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 you know, there's peaks and valleys, right? Like I, uh, I, I really got into, you know, NXT helped me really get back into like, wow, this is what I remembered loving about wrestling when I was a kid. Like pay-per-views with, that don't have a million matches and the matches that they do have all mean something. They're all important. They're all part of a, a long-term storyline, and, oh, by the way, they've got some of the best wrestlers in the world, and so the matches themselves are going to be absolutely incredible. And I love that, like, 2013 to 2018 or nineteen NXT. For about five or six years, it was just white hot. It was so fucking good. And, of course, interestingly enough, that's when Triple H was, <laughs> was in charge of NXT, and now you're seeing that same kind of stuff, coming over to Raw and SmackDown in the main roster pay-per-views because Triple H is, like, the guy once again. And, uh... What the fuck is that sound? Please, please tell me there's not, like, an axe murderer in the back of my car. I don't... I don't have anything in my car, so when I hear a sound from the back, I have to scratch my head and say, uh, what is that? And... Either it's an axe murder or a rodent has, like, found its way <laughs> into my car because I haven't just been sitting in the garage for the last several days since, since probably Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, so hopefully hopefully it's none of those things. Hopefully it's just, I don't know, something that I forgot is in my back seat, But I, I can't think of what that would be. So, eh. Anyway. Uh, and so now Triple H is, you know, he's running the show, and, and it's like, oh, man. They have matches that mean something taking place on the pay-per-views and on Monday Night Raw and on SmackDown. And Shawn Michaels is running NXT, and at first, it was not my favorite thing. And I've found myself—I don't watch it every single week, but I do find myself watching uh, more NXT uh, than I have since uh, since they kind of took Triple H off of NXT, uh, whatever that was, uh, several years ago, I guess. Um oh my gosh, now I'm, now I'm, the speed limit is 40, it's not 30, it's not 30 as you are going, it is 40 as the sign just said, this is the thing, this is what it is like to live in and around (laughs) this area, the Boston area, New Hampshire, Southern New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Central Mass, it's either you're going to have some piece of shit just like almost kill you by cutting in front of you at incredibly high speeds, or you're going to have somebody going dangerously slow to such a degree that you would rather have somebody at high speeds, uh, bobbing and weaving in and out of the traffic. Uh, but anyways, I really, uh, for the last two years have just been enjoying so much of what WWE has been doing and particularly, you know, I guess I would say, uh, from about Wrestle- the 2022 WrestleMania uh, 38, uh, where Stone Cold Steve Austin came back and had a match with Kevin Owens, and uh, uh, mercifully, I think we finally have seen the last of Vince McMahon—not uh, just on TV, but like having matches in the ring. Uh, and uh, and 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 then from like SummerSlam last year, when Triple H was put in charge after Vince stepped down to due to the sexual. Uh, you know the, that whole thing. Um, it was like, oh man, SummerSlam was awesome. Survivor Series, I got to go and watch it live, and it was so fucking good. All the stuff with the Bloodline, all the stuff with Judgment Day, where like at first you think like eh, it's just like some lame faction that Edge is going to be in charge of, but Edge was in charge of Judgment Day for like I don't know what two months, three months, if even that, and uh, and then the Judgment Day kicked him out. And now Rhea Ripley is in charge of judgment day. Although Damian priest thinks he's in charge of judgment day. And maybe Finn Balor thinks he's in charge of judgment day or maybe dirty Dom Mysterio thinks he's in charge of judgment day. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with all that stuff. And, uh, it should be, it should, it should, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious. I'm uh, anxious to see, uh, how it plays out. And, uh, Yeah, my, my good buddy, my good buddy Davo, uh, his theory is, and it makes a ton of sense that, uh, Damien Priest is, he's kind of the odd man out sort of in a way, sort of like how Edge was, I guess. And by the way, wasn't Damien Priest, like, wasn't it Edge and Damien Priest, weren't they the first... I'm trying to think back. I feel like it was just Edge and Priest at the beginning. And then they, and then it was like Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and then uh, Dirty Dom along the way. And now the other guy, uh, J.D. McDonough, who I don't know a whole hell of a lot about, except that he's part of the Judgment Day. He's, he's an Irish fellow, just like Finn Balor. I think they have a history. They go back a long ways. I Maybe, I don't know. Uh, so they kind of seem like they're, you know, paired up, they're, they're pals, of course, Dirty Dom, Mysterio, and, uh, and Mommy, Rhea Ripley, they're, of course, uh, the hottest item, uh, in all of sports entertainment, <laughs> um, they're the, they're the, uh, macho man and Elizabeth of, of, uh, of our time, except way more entertaining. Well, I mean then then the you know as far as like the on screen relationship between Randy and Elizabeth was not all that exciting because God rest both of their souls uh, Elizabeth, maybe not the best television personality maybe maybe not the most exciting uh, individual in the history of of uh, pro wrestling um, but it was still it was you know it was always a good it was always a good storyline though. Uh, the the marriage the wedding all that stuff anyway um yeah Rhea ripley's like that I, I just I can't say enough good things about her ever I like shes oh my gosh A- anyway uh and that kind of leaves Damien priest and he's he's the money in the bank guy like who knows like could something happen uh, how about this? could something happen where, uh, could something happen where like Damian Priest, uh, costs his team the match, they lose war games and then Damian Priest gets the money in the bank briefcase and cashes it in on Seth Rollins and beats him for the title. Why why the hell not? I don't know. Um, so anyway, uh, some interesting things. And now they've got Drew McIntyre. Is Drew McIntyre, in addition to being on that team, is he part of Judgment Day? Uh, like officially, I don't. I don't know that. he I guess he is. I'm not really sure. I have not been uh, fully attentive to uh, Raw and, and all of that, SmackDown and everything uh, in the last few. There's just there's just too there's just too damn much wrestling. And uh, there's just too, <laughs> there's just so much, just everything. There's just too much everything to watch. Um, and and uh, then yeah, it's too many too many shows, too many wrestling things, too many movies, too many video games, too much everything. It's a good problem to have because I'm I'm old enough to remember when there was just a couple things to do. <laughs> there were a few shows to watch every week a couple of, you know, two or three hours of wrestling in a given week. And, uh, and you, you could go on with your life. And now it's like, oh, there's like three hours of wrestling every night. If you watch all of the wrestling shows, which I like to do, but I can't, I, I would like to do it. I used to be able to keep up with all of it and watch it all during a given day, but it's just, that's just not possible. It's just not possible. You have to, you have to skip shows and you'd have to just say like, eh, if it's that good, I'll, I'll, I'll see it at some point. I'll see it on YouTube. I'll see it on Twitter. I'll see it, uh, you know, when they do the highlight packages for the matches and things like that on the pay-per-view, you know, usually the pay-per-view is how I get caught up with like what's happened. It's not a bad way to get caught up, but I also, I also do like to watch the shows live so I can be surprised with things. And, and as I mentioned, the last couple of years, the product has been so good that it's, I want to see it as it's happening most of the time. I just, I just can't. It's just, it's just not enough, enough hours in the day. As I, as I've said a million times on this podcast, if I could just retire from my day job and just make an eat like again, nothing crazy, nothing outrageous. I'm not greedy, but if I could just make a solid fifty to sixty million a year doing this podcast. Uh, then we'd be in pretty good shape. And if I could just do that for like one year, um, I'd I'd be pretty good. It doesn't have to be every year, although every year would be nice. Cause then I could, then I could really, really, uh, spend my money frivolously, frivolously. It's hard for me to say words sometimes. What an unbelievably gorgeous night this is. Oh my God. The sun, it's, uh, not even five o'clock. It's almost completely dark. (laughs) but it is so pretty. It's just like, I love it. I, you know, I love, I love when the leaves change in uh, in the, uh, you know, October, the, the colors and everything. It's, it's great. Uh, but I'll tell you what, man, I also, I also, I think it is so, so pretty when the, when the leaves are off the trees and, uh, it's just, uh, what a fucking, what a fucking planet we have. Not to not to veer off into like, you know. But on a week of being thankful for things and appreciating the shit that we have, I think we tend to forget about the fact that like, it's like a it's like a one in fifty fucking gazillion odds that we even exist, and yet here we are, not only existing, but we have cool things like wrestling pay per views to enjoy, and uh, and, a, and a moonlit fall night. And, uh, these great holidays where all we have to do is just eat a lot of food and watch football and movies and things like, Oh my God, what a, what a world, this planet and everything. I mean, I guess, unless you're talking about like moon rocks, everything that we have is from this planet. And I know there's like bad stuff, like chemicals and things that are not good. Uh, but you know, like it all comes from the earth, like the earth has given us everything that we need and way more. And we like it's it's wild, it's fucking wild. And and I think we, uh, I think a lot of us forget that. It's it's easy to forget to just take for granted that, like, yeah. But like, what a what a fucking treat to just be uh, like alive, like to beat out all those other sperm. And to get to be here is like holy shit. And then the fact that this planet exists is it's amazing. So that's what I'm thankful for. And as I mentioned at dinner the other night, at Thanksgiving dinner, I also mentioned that I was thankful. Uh, I was <laughs> my oldest was thankful for video games, and, uh, and I kind of uh, piggybacked off of that and said, I'm thankful that my xbox controller works so well on my <laughs> on my gaming laptop because i'm just too old and i don't want to use the keyboard and mouse combination like most people do for games i just i want to use a controller because i'm a i'm a little baby man and i don't i don't want to learn new things and i just yeah i don't want to play with the i don't want to use the keyboard and mouse i want the controller that's old dogs, new tricks, you know, that kind of thing where my kids use the controller or they use the keyboard and, uh, you know, the whole thing. And it's, it's pretty impressive to watch like, Whoa, Whoa, look at, look at my little, uh, look at my little gamer kids with the, anyway. Um, uh, yeah, so that's what I gave. I gave thanks on Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, at, at dinner. I gave, I gave thanks for the fact that, uh, that my Xbox controller works so well on Baldur's Gate three <laughs> on the computer. What a dickhead. Anyway, uh, and I'm thankful for the Survivor Series. And uh, yeah, so so I think I think Gunther will, will retain his title against Miz. I think that'll be a good match. I think that'll be a surprisingly good match. And and as I was saying, I, I get off into these tangents. Yeah, it, last year's was a five match show, and they ha- it was. They timed it out nicely, and the matches were good. I, I never felt bored. I never felt like the, you know we're just sitting here watching like boring filler type stuff. It was all good. It was all fun. Uh, I really, really had a great time, and I, I hope tonight is a continuation of that. You know, last year was a was a was a white hot Boston crowd. Boston's always a good crowd, uh, as are you know a lot of these. Uh, you know, New York is always a good crowd uh I think you know pretty much anywhere in Canada anywhere in a you know whether it's England whether it's London whether it's uh, whatever that you know the the overseas crowds because they they don't take it for granted because they don't get you know every couple of months or uh, you know WWE is going to come back to your town like we've become accustomed to in the United States uh so they're very appreciative and uh and tonight Survivor Series emanates from Chicago, which is also easily one of the top cities for wrestling. One of the best, I mean, those Chicago crowds and they get a ton of wrestling and they are always, uh, just fucking white hot for it. Red hot, white hot, whatever the hottest hot, I don't know, I guess, uh, blue, that blue heat when the flames are like blue, that seems even hot. Anyway good crowd in Chicago. Um, the the Santos Escobar thing, I don't even, I don't know what's going to happen. I haven't been following that enough to really comment on it, but I think it'll be, you know, I think this is a good opportunity to oh, whoever is even in this match. <laughs> is it Carlito? Is it Carlito versus somebody? Jeez, man, I should know this. If I'm going to pick up the thing and like preview a Survivor Series series, Hard, I should at least have some idea what's on. Let's take a look. Let's just take a quick uh, let's see. <clears throat> Survivor series series. God damn it. Well, I just want to know what that one match is that I can't seem to remember. And I'm in a I'm in a place that has no reception. Alright, anyway, uh that, that match should be good. I some stuff will happen and who knows that could be like the shockingly good match of the night that nobody's really all that jazzed for, but it ends up being really good. Is it Carlito versus Santos Escobar? Or it's like, it's, I, 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 this is so bad. And then, uh, Rhea Ripley will retain her title. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a whole hell of a lot going on in that match, but I could be wrong. And, uh, Let's get on to the war games matches where you've got—is it? It's all four members of Damage Control, uh, along with uh, Kari Sane and uh, and Asuka, I believe, right? Or is it just four? Is it four on four? I think the women's is just four on four. I, I don't know. Um, I—I I think that I—I'm I, not going to get into like what I think is going to happen and everything in the match. I just think that this match will probably end. I, I feel like we are about we are we are towards the end of uh, the damage control faction, which is Bailey and uh, EO Sky and um, Dakota Kai, and it seems like we're getting to where that that whole unit is going to be. Uh, I think damage control will probably still exist in some way. I just don't think Bailey's going to be a part of it. Uh, and I, I, and God damn it. Can somebody just please pull the trigger on Bailey? Like she is, she, she's like getting into Natalia Nightheart territory where she's always going to be there. She's always going to give a good match. She's always going to be, you know, uh, some, somebody that people want to see, but never gets that main event, never gets that big push. It's just sort of there to like, you know, be, be part of like the B storyline. And and damage control has been like really good. That's a really I I look forward to seeing them. I I think Bailey's awesome. She may be my favorite behind uh, like. Could you imagine if Bailey is chasing after like Rhea Ripley with the title? I would love to see like Bailey. I I don't know, uh, you know, unless Bailey herself is just like eh, I don't care. I just don't see why she's not getting the uh, the big push, and hopefully. Tonight's Survivor Series. Now, this is the second year Bailey's been in War Games. So, like as I'm talking about, yeah, Bailey has never really gotten the big push uh, as of late. But also, uh, she's been in both of the Survivor Series War Games matches. So, like, it's not like she's not being used. It just seems like she should. Uh, she's she seems to be not used to like her full potential. And considering that she's she's a big name in the women's division and has been for quite some time. Uh so hopefully this this leads to uh, uh Bailey uh I don't know. But also at the same time I lo- I really like damage control. I like I like that they've just kept these factions together for a long time. You know, I feel like I feel like when Vince McMahon's running things it's like you get a faction and and Vince is really into it And they get pushed for a couple months And then you never see. You could use a turn signal And then I would have been able to know where you are going It's a crazy thing How those little blinking lights Help indicate traffic And uh, you wonder why the traffic Is so fucking bad in this area is because everybody sucks at driving it's, it's pretty simple Nobody knows how to use turn signals And, and that's not exclusive to this area It's everywhere uh, but anyway, um, I I do like damage control honestly. Uh, I I I just I hope big things are uh, are on the horizon for Bailey, but quite frankly, I I also just like her with damage control, and I would be cool if they just if damage control just expanded and they added, uh, uh, Kari Sane Carrie Sane however you say her name and uh, and Asuka and maybe just like. Or just some—I don't know who else. If they added some other, some other people, maybe Shotzi. Shotzi's crazy. She's fun. She has a, she has a good energy. She's a little weird. I feel like Shotzi is what they wanted uh, Ruby Soho to be, a Ruby Riot as she was called in WWE, and she never—you know—she was like different look, you know, kind of a kind of a different personality than we're used to. But everybody, the fans seem to really be into her, and uh, and that that happened with Ruby, and they never quite—I I don't know what happened with Ruby, and then she went to AEW. She well, she got let go. It's hard to be a big star in WWE when you're not in WWE, so they let her go a few years ago during COVID, and she went to AEW, and was like started off really strong, and uh, I don't I don't know, she's she's doing stuff. And I don't really know what she's doing. I saw her, like, fall into somebody's arms, and they were, you know... Seems to be going towards, like, a romantic storyline in AEW with Ruby, Soho, and uh, and uh, the fucking guy whose name I can never remember. Um, but Shotzi is kind of that, like... I mean, she rides out... Her, she makes her entrance riding a tank. Like a motorized miniature tank. So, like... <laughs> and and she's got the crazy sort of like Hellraiser spiky hair thing going on, and she's a little she's a little nutty. She's a little nutty, little Shotzi. And uh Yeah, what's the is it is it it's Bailey, it's damage control and Carrie Sane against Shotzi and Bianca Belair and Charlotte and Becky? Is Nia Jax in this match? Uh, hold on. Let me let, let's do this the right way. Can we please do this the right way? Let me get this the right way here. Uh, let's see. Survivor series 2023 card. Let's let's talk. Let's really talk turkey here. You jive turkeys. Uh, what are the matches? I'll get to that. Okay, Bianca Belair, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Becky. Versus Oscar, Bailey, Kerry, Sane, and Io Sky. Okay, so is Dakota Kai injured, or she's just—I I don't know. But anyways, okay. So I knew Oscar was in that match, but I also knew it wasn't five. I, I knew it wasn't five. I knew Oscar, Kerry, Sane, Io Sky, and Bailey were in that match, but I thought Dakota was as well. So it's not—it's not five on five. It's four on four. Uh, okay. I had that I had that pretty much right though as far as, as far as clearly not knowing all of the matches for tonight. Um yeah, I I feel like uh I feel like that uh, that is going to end with the uh who who the hell are the villains? I guess damage control is the villains. Um but I don't, I don't see them winning. I see them losing, and I see Bailey costing them the match in some weird sort of way. And uh, but maybe not. You know what? I think they're going to surprise us. I don't think Damage Control is coming to an end tonight. I don't think Bailey's branching off on her own. And I actually hope that that's the case. I hope she's not. So I'm going to say that uh, the bad guys win the match. Bailey and her team win the match. Because you' like Carrie sane is back for the first time in a few years which is awesome because I love Carrie sane saw her live when she was on NXt I saw her do that the insane elbow off the top rope which is insane it's so I, I don't know how, I don't know how long her wrestling career is going to be doing those that move but it is it's cool to see uh anytime and it's really cool to see it live so yeah I think damage control is gonna win even though they're against, like, an all-star team with uh, Becky and Charlotte and... Bi- oh, Bianca. Bianca's like John Cena. She can't lose. They're going to win. Eh, they're going to win. Ugh. I hope I'm wrong. What I what I want to see is I want to see Damage Control win. And fucking... I want to see them dominate, like, this all-star team of Charlotte and Becky and Shotzi and, and, uh, and, uh, and Bianca. Uh, hope Maybe maybe that's what happens. Maybe Shotzi costs her team the match. But I also don't want that to happen because I feel like something's going to happen in the main event where, like like I said, Damian Priest might cost his team the match. Uh, Gunther and The Miz. Yeah. Uh, Gunther's going to win. Okay, Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar. I think it was supposed to be Carlito, and now it's Dragon Lee. Right? Carlito... Uh, yeah, anyway, Carlito was taken out of, yeah, okay, so, Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar, this match, that's the match that could honestly steal the show, those are two incredible wrestlers, and I feel like those are gonna be, like, Dragon Lee, I feel like they're, I mean, there's, nobody's gonna be the next Rey Mysterio, there's never gonna be another Rey Mysterio, but the uh, as far as like somebody who has that sort of mystique is a masked superstar uh, and could really become a major, uh, a majorly marketable fan favorite. Uh, yeah, that seems like Dragon Lee, you know, could check all those boxes. And I think Santos Escobar is an incredible wrestler and could also watch yourself, pal. Uh, <laughs> could also become uh, a major. Uh, kind of kind of guy there oh yes you should definitely uh turn out right in front of people who are two feet away from you you should always always pull out in front of people when there's no other traffic anywhere else you fucking of course they're coming out of a church dude if you're gonna fucking cut me off at least go the speed limit dipshit this is why I like to do the podcast on the microphone, so I'm not driving around screaming at traffic. Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, okay, and then and then the uh, the Rhea Ripley match is what? She's defending the title against uh, Zoe Stark. I could not think. I can never remember her name. I picture her with the blonde hair, and I couldn't think of her name. That's gonna be a good match too. Rear Ripley will will win, I I truly believe. Uh, but I also believe it'll be a good, fun match. Me- oh, they have inflatable uh, Christmas trees, so it looks like you have. Yeah, it's nice. Everybody's good. a lot of people have their lights out. Good for them. That's nice. We don't, but they do, and that's nice for them. Uh, perhaps tomorrow at this time uh, we'll be singing a different tune. Who knows? In, in any event, uh, so yeah, I think Rhea Ripley wins her match. I think Gunther wins his match. Uh, I think Dragon Lee beats Santos Escobar because I think he's kind of like the new, the new guy, and uh, I think they want him looking looking sharp coming out of that match. Uh, I th- I hope that uh, Bailey and Damage Control win the match, but I feel like that's maybe not how it's going to go. And uh, I think I think Cody Rhodes is going to get the victory for his team it's the first time Cody Ro- I mean they're hyping it up like first time Cody Rhodes has ever been in war games uh which is a match that Dusty his father created and uh so I think that Cody is going to look really he's going to come out of that match uh looking really really strong and uh, what I would think would happen is that oh fuck. Oh man, this is such a tight fit to get in this garage. Oh, look out. Especially when I'm holding a phone in one hand. I guess this is why they don't want you holding a phone while you're driving, even if it's pulling into your garage. I am so fucking far over. It's like, holy shit. I've. I, hold on. Let me do this again. I guess holding. Oh my god, shut up. Everybody, shut up. Um. Yeah, I I think in the in the big uh, finale War Games match is of course uh, it's it's Judgment Day, Damian Priest, Dirty Dom Mysterio, uh, that J D McDonough, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, uh, taking on Cody Rhodes, Jay Uso. I almost called him Jay Russo. That's so strange. Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn. Randy Orton, Seth Rollins. Randy Orton returns tonight, his first match of 2023. Has not wrestled since, I want to say, May of 2022. They had his big 20-year celebration. And I feel like a week or two later, he was just... He was out of there. He was done. He was in that team with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle doesn't even work for WWE anymore. They fired his ass. Because he's a fucking weirdo. Uh, And so, yeah. So now it's... uh, all right, I'll stop shining my lights in your face, lady. Uh, so now it's, it's uh, yeah, Randy Orton is back. He's back from his injury. That's going to be really fun and exciting. And uh, I think that their team is absolutely going to win. I think at some point there will be RKOs all around. Randy's going to hit the RKO on everybody. Uh, I, think, I think that Priest is going to take the pinfall by Cody Rhodes. I think Cody will pin Damian Priest. And I am now starting to wonder, and I'm hoping that I'm wrong about this, uh, because now I'm starting to think, oh shit, is Cody Rhodes going to pin Damian Priest? Damian Priest cashes in Money in the Bank on Seth Rollins? Maybe that's it. There's so many ways it can go, and it's all exciting. Either way, Cody Rhodes is going to get the final pinfall in that. Is going to get the pinfall in that match. I have no doubt about that. Their team's going to win. I think we'll see uh, Damian Priest get kicked out of the Judgment Day right then and there. Uh, and then I think I think it would be kind of neat if Damian Priest then cash in Money in the Bank and and beat Seth Rollins. We can't finish this up without talking about Mr. CM Punk just he's he is the talk of the town no matter what like fired from AEW suspended from AEW a year ago you think he's not coming back I thought it was a work because how can anybody be so fucking childish not just CM Punk but all those guys like in their 30s and 40s and it turns out oh they can be actually very childish because that was real CM Punk finally comes back over the summer makes his return he's exclusively on their Saturday night show called Collision He's on there for a couple of months. He goes to Wembley stadium in August, Russell Samoa Joe on the way out. He chokes out uh, or gets it, you know, does something with jungle boy, Jack Perry. A week later he gets fired. He's the hottest free agent in town and he's a Chicago guy. He returned to AEW in Chicago. There's rumors that he returns to WWE tonight in Chicago. I Boy, WWE has to know how disappointed those people are going to be if they don't get CM Punk. And there's a lot of talk like Shinsuke Nakamura these last few weeks has been, you know, having these like weird little vignettes where he's talking to somebody and we don't know who exactly he's talking to. And now there's all the speculation is that he's talking to CM Punk and that Shinsuke Nakamura is going to come out. And, uh, and issue a challenge. And CM Punk is going to answer that challenge. And the place will go crazy. Um, which would be pretty cool. But uh, there's also from what I'm reading today. Top talent in WWE has been told that no. The answer to your question is no. CM Punk is not scheduled to be part of Survivor Series. He's not going to be there tonight. He's not coming back. But also they're, they're a multi, multi multi-billion dollar company. And, uh, why, why wouldn't they be able to just easily slip some rumors out there that says like, Hey, CM Punk's not coming back. And even on raw, when they announced Randy Orton, you know, it was like, Oh my God, a mystery partner. It's going to be seeing Maybe it'll be CM Punk. And they clearly, they announced that it was going to be Randy Orton so that they could put, you know, everybody's, uh, everybody's, um, uh, uh, expectations where they need to be because if they said oh it's a mystery partner and out comes randy orton people would be happy but they're they're going to be chanting cm punk and if it's not cm punk you're going to have some uh some pretty angry folks so now they've they, they've uh, set the expectation that says hey it's not necessarily going to be cm punk uh returning tonight uh, it's definitely going to be Randy Orton. It's not going to be CM Punk in that team. And CM Punk is not necessarily returning to WWE tonight or ever for that matter. So uh, they've, they've done a good job of at least like, okay, we hope CM Punk is going to be part of this show. And by we, I mean, anybody who wants to see, I, I hope he is because that's, I, I, I live for historic, huge moments in wrestling and CM Punk for better or worse is like, That is going to, he's going to get a huge reaction just as he did in Chicago two years ago when he returned, uh, at AEW. And now here we are 10 years later after CM Punk walked out on WWE, like these, there are storylines here that just write themselves. Like he could be shoehorned into anything and it works. Um, but it would, it would be cool if CM Punk comes back and if they've got him going up against Shinsuke Nakamura tonight, that would be really awesome. Um, I I kind of feel like wow, why is LA Knight not part of the show? I get why John Cena's not there because he's he was only around because of the 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 strike, and now that's over, so he's gone back to work. But I I was hoping they'd keep Cena around for another couple of weeks to do Survivor Series, but that's okay. No Roman Reigns. It also makes me feel because like the the War Games matches have star power. Um, but there's no Roman Reigns, there's no John Cena, there's no L.A. Knight. So it's like, are they kind of, you know, they're bringing back Randy Orton, that's a big return. And maybe is CM Punk, uh, the fact that they don't have some of those big names so that CM Punk's return can be even bigger. Because he's not, uh, you know, there's no, uh, he's not in the, he, CM Punk's never overshadowed. But it, but it, no Roman Reigns to, to not overshadow CM Punk, no L.A. Knight who's a fan favorite, so the fans can really be into CM Punk and use all their energy cheering for CM Punk. I don't know. It's just speculation. Either way, the Survivor Series is coming up tonight, and I can't wait. It's going to be awesome, and we'll talk about it uh, either tomorrow or on Monday. Enjoy the Survivor Series. We'll talk to you next time. Later, Gators.